with Siyata Dishmaya, let's continue our lessons on meeting with the King of Kings. And so let's start here on understanding how Hashem can be felt only through the soul. Mm-hmm. So we've explained that there is a Muna in the mind and a Muna in the heart. Because the mind can know about Hashem, while the heart can sense Him. So with a sense, no less real than seeing and hearing. So if you cannot yet sense Hashem, then there's a faculty inside of you that's still dormant and it has to be awakened. And what is this faculty? And how do we awaken it? So we explained before that you must sense the Creator as powerfully as you sense your own hands and feet. You don't need to touch these limbs from outside in order to know that you have them. And you feel them as part of yourself. So, But how can we sense Hashem and feel that He's part of us? And after all, it is a principle of our faith that He has no likeness to a body and no corporeal qualities. So certainly there's no way to feel Hashem with physical senses. So the answer is that we must use our soul. When Azal told us that Hashem, the Torah, and Israel are one, one unity, they refer to the soul's bond with Hashem, for it's called Chelek Eloka Mima'al, a portion of Hashem from above. And when one portion seeks to sense the other portion of the same entity, it can. But the body, which is not divine, certainly cannot sense Hashem. The only way in which one can sense a connection to the divine and feel inherently attached to Hashem is through the soul. So if you're working with your body, you can't sense the Creator is part of you. And if you think you do, then you're tremendously delusional. So only if you work with your soul, the divine aspect that exists in every single Jew, can you feel the divine emanation and its source, which is Hashem. And this is why even people who try hard, who try hard to attain the vacas, often fail. Hashem cannot be reached and felt through the body. Even the mind is yet a component of the body, albeit it's the highest part. The body does not have a divine quality and cannot sense the divine. Hashem and the body are of two different worlds. So, of course, the body is the temple of the soul. But if we merely experience a body from the outside, so to speak, we distance ourselves from the soul. And so, if you must first discover your soul, sense the godliness in it, and then you'll be able to sense its counterpart, Hashem. So anyone, anyone can possess intellectual faith. And we can achieve more than that, emunah of the heart. We have a neshama that is inseparable from God, as it says, Hashem, the Torah, and Israel are one unity. So anyone can perceive Hashem's providence and knowledge that He is the ultimate Lord and Master, but we can relate to Hashem as a reality that can be felt. And as long as your faith is only in the intellect, the other kinds of information, you're not using your Jewish soul. You might be using general wisdom, And we're told to believe that there is wisdom among the nations. However, as the Midrash concludes, do not believe that there is Torah among the nations since Hashem, the Torah, and Israel are one unity. We possess a unique ability to sense Hashem. So if you really want to achieve true Amunah 
and feel Hashem as a real being that's part of your existence, you must reach your own soul. And once you do, you'll certainly be able to sense the Creator. No specific work is needed for the soul to sense the Creator because the soul naturally senses its counterpart, Hashem Himself. And the main question is, how can we uncover the soul and maintain constant contact with it? And to answer this, we have to look back at the time to the time of creation with Hashem's help, everyone and everything will now become clear for us all and, 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 and be more practical. So man became a living soul, a speaking spirit. So before the world was created, Hashem created the souls of Israel, as Hazal stated, the idea of creating Israel was the original thought. So if so, what was created on the sixth day when man was created? The Pasuk says, Hashem formed man from dust of the earth and breached into him a soul of life. In other words, the soul of life was not created on the sixth day. Rather, as the Zohar HaKadosh notes, he who breathes, breathes from within himself. So the divine soul, as we saw, did precede creation. But on the sixth day, Hashem attached that soul to a physical body. So what was the result of that connection of body and soul? The Pasuk continues, and man became a living soul, which Targum Unkelos translates, and it was in man a speaking spirit. And this Pasuk contains the key for awakening the power of the human soul. It teaches us an awesome secret, the original connection of body and soul created within man, the power of speech. And perhaps even more important, it teaches us that the speech has the ability to connect the body with the soul. And that's when a person uses the power of speech properly, he can awaken the level of his being that preceded this world. He can, in other words, access the condition of he who breathes, breathes from within himself. Therefore, literally become united with godliness. So when a person merits to use this power to awaken and uncover the soul, he will naturally be privileged to recognize the soul's counterpart. Hashem, Kadosh Baruch Hu. And so, now, let's simplify this matter with a parable. Let's do a parable. A person enters the store and buys a mixer, right? And so, you receive a large box with many pieces. One is for kneading, one is for slicing, one is for grinding, one is for liquefying, and so on and so on. So, when you get home, you want to use the mixer, so you remove it from the box. You assemble it, you proceed to place it, all the ingredients that you need to make dough. And when you turn the switch on, However, now you're disappointed to discover that the appliance doesn't work. It doesn't, you don't understand what's happening. Like you wonder if the part used for mixing the dough was ruined. So you try another part and then you attach the part for liquefying, but that doesn't work either. And the same occurs with the attachment for slicing vegetables. So it seems that the whole appliance is damaged. So you say to yourself, don't worry. I don't worry. However, I have a, I have a warranty. So you return to the store and you approach the salesman and you say, I'm very sorry, you're, you are fine people and this is a respectable store. But even so, it seems that this appliance is damaged. So I don't want to make any trouble, but I did pay a lot for this and I'd like a replacement. Fine, says the salesman. Let's check it out. So he takes out the box, assembles the parts, inserts the plug in the socket and everything works fine. So he turns to the buyer and says, 
Perhaps there's a problem with the electric power in your house or with the socket that you used. No, no, responds the buyer. Let's say there's a totally different problem. The instructions don't state that the plug must be inserted in the socket. So it remained out. The manufacturer was careless for not mentioning it in the instructions. And the salesman answers with a smile. The manufacturer didn't think of people like you. He was certain that everyone understood this simple fact. But maybe it's a good idea to tell him to add to the instructions to insert the plug in the socket. And here's the lesson. Hashem said to us, See, I have placed before you today life and good, death and evil. I summoned heaven and earth as witnesses. I gave, I gave you life and death. Blessing and curse. Choose life. And so we have to seek life. So what we do when we attempt to choose life, we learn Torah, we fulfill mitzvot and so on. But that's not enough. We have a pasuk from the time of creation saying that we need to do more in order to choose life. And man became a living soul. And this life comes to a combination of the body and the soul if a person learns Torah and fulfills these both without involving the living soul that Hashem gave us, can't, you can't obtain a, a palpable closeness to your creator. A person has a tool. You have a tool, a body, which contains your inner source of life, the soul. If you only use the body without involving your soul, it's no wonder that we don't cleave to Hashem and sense Him throughout the Torah and throughout our mitzvot and throughout our waking life. It's similar to the example with the mixer. It has no life without electricity. And so to the body alone is devoid of pure life and true life which exists only in the soul. And our avoda is to choose life, which is closeness to Hashem. Without a soul, we cannot hope to do so. We cannot hope to reach Hashem. So the soul is present in our body, but the body conceals it. And how can we expose the soul? We have to use the faculty that results from and enhances the bond of body and soul. The power of speech. The power of speech, when we use it, we connect the soul to the body and then the soul can be revealed to us. Shlomo Amalek taught an important principle. Kol amal hadam lepihu. All a person's effort is for his mouth. And this passage contains a fundamental lesson about how to serve Hashem. All a person's effort is for his mouth means that speech is the faculty through which one can truly serve Hashem. If we overlook it, we cannot reach Hashem. So when Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to go to Paro, Moshe complained, I am of heavy mouth and of heavy, and, and, and heavy of tongue. So where was he healed? Only at Mount Sinai, when Hashem tore through all the firmaments and revealed, and old mivado, there is none besides him. The power of there is none besides him cured Moshe's speech. As long as his soul was not uncovered through that revelation, Moshe's speech was not fully developed. And only when there was a total revelation of godliness did Moshe's speech reach the level of real speech. And one may ask, why then are we able to speak properly? Most people, after all, have not uncovered their souls. 
And so, sadly, we don't understand the truth of this matter. Moshe's soul didn't allow him to speak because it wanted his speech to be an expression of the soul. So when the speech was about to emerge from his body, the soul blocked it. And it didn't allow his body to speak. And a person can, chas shalom, take the power of speech, lower it from its proper level, and speak with only the body. And this speech of the body is not of the soul. And likewise, when we find that animals have their own language and birds communicate by chirping, but it never says of them a living soul, a speaking spirit. So if so, a person can speak, but its words may be like those of birds, merely empty chattering. So in other words, a person may learn to rock, let's say, and speak, perform mitzvot and speak, but one kind of speech awakens the soul. And while the other is just noise and chatter and a person may lack real connection to Torah and his inner the divine soul, which can awaken the connection to Hashem. David Amalek said, He emanti ki adaver. I have faith because I spoke. And this teaches us that speech is the means to real faith. But if we do not use it properly, then save us Hashem for the kind man is no more for men of faith have disappeared. In other words, Without proper speech in our mouths, we have no real emuna. We have to learn how to use our speech to become close to our Creator. And this is similar to an amazing statement in the Talmud Yushalayim. Rabbi Shimon Bayochai said, If I would have stood on Mount Sinai when the Torah was given to Israel, I would have asked Hashem to create for people two mouths, one for Torah and one for worldly matters. And in other words, just as we have two ears and two eyes, we should have two mouths as well. Why? The reason our speech doesn't connect us to our soul is that we have lowered. We've lowered the speech to the level of a bird chirping. If man, if we would only have two mouths, as Rabbi Shimon Yochai suggested, then even if we would chirp like a bird with one, we could still arouse the soul with the other. But Hashem's will was that we should have but one mouth. And with this one mouth, either we become holy or chas shalom, we lower ourselves to the level of a bird. And so we've learned a great principle, the way to reach palpable emunah, to awaken the soul and reach true closeness to Hashem is through the power of speech. So in the coming lessons, we're going to, with the help of Hashem, Hashem, we're going to explain at length how to use speech in a way that will awaken and expose the soul within each and every one of us. And each of us, each of us, we have to dive into Hashem and ask that we will, that He will be able to enable us all to live up to this truth. Bezat Hashem. Baruch Adonai leolam. Amen ve'amen.